in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Ho, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Topic Thunder <laughs> here on the Top 10 Show. Uh, we are excited to, to uh, be doing this again. You know, Matt and I say this every week and we mean it from the bottom of our hearts. We've been really enjoying this show. It's taken on a whole new life mm-hmm. through COVID. Uh, you guys are asking some fun, fun questions. And for those of you who are new to the patron, welcome aboard to the being a patron. And, and this is one of the perks you get to get to listen to this show. Uh, and you get to send in your questions for the show uh, to be answered by us. Uh, yes, sir. It is. It's a FUBU production for us by us. That's right. Whatever you guys want the show to be is what you send us. And that's what we talk about. And it's sports and uh, movie related, TV related, pop culture, or whatever in the world it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's fun each and every time. We have no idea what the questions are before we get them. Um, we never do. And so nope. if you'd like to join in the show, go to patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. And at five bucks and up, you get to participate at this. So, yeah. You ready to start? Yeah, let's do it. Let's jump into it. In the never-ending cavalcade of Chris Lemke emails, we're going to start <laughs> this show. The guy's good. Yeah. Uh, the guy is good. So Mr. Lemke wrote, the date is August 13th, I guess, Ooh. when he's sending this. Okay. Officially petitioning Nose to change dropping dimes to the Damian Lillard Power Hour. Well, we're a little past that now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it was, it was a few weeks ago. Game game recognized Dame. All right. Note they could have blown out the round one. Okay. It's a lot of uh, information. That <laughs> Here's the question. What actor that's genderless Ooh. deserves the John Travolta Pulp Fiction treatment? A second Ooh. chance to feature in a major project after being out of the limelight for a while. Oh, that's a great question. Wow. Uh, wow. Well, I mean, Linda Hamilton came back in that Terminator. Eh. Uh, I mean, she came back. You know, um, yeah, but it's not the same thing as Travolta. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like a resuscitating. Oh, well, I mean, she was away for a while, right? Or what do you mean that yeah, it didn't come back with quite a gangbusters? I'm mean? just saying, you could tell culturally everybody had a soft spot for Travolta, and by and large, people right. were happy when he got a second go around. Yeah. Whereas Linda Hamilton, it's nothing against her, but I don't think she has the same type of groundswell of popularity that Travolta does. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, um, let's see what former star I mean has Jim Carrey done much bro like he's got that TV show oh right he's got the TV show All right, which I couldn't get through yeah that was tough that was tough Eddie's still always popping up every once in a while Martin's come back when he did the bad boys for life thing Will Smith is back now doing stuff yeah but Will um, Smith never truly went away it just wasn't doing good. Film. Exactly. He was yeah. still getting shots, but he, you know, True. he's still around and about. Martin Lawrence is, it's been a while since I've seen Martin Lawrence. I'd like to see Martin Lawrence working again. Yeah. What about Steve Zahn? Have we seen Steve Zahn and stuff? Has he, I guess he's, he's got to be in something. Right. Probably a good TV show that I haven't watched or something like that. I had one in my mind and then it kind of flew away as we were talking about other people. 
Yeah, that um, shit happens, unfortunately. <laughs> it does. Uh, I mean, Molly Ringwald is still doing stuff, right? So, yeah, I, I guess that could be interesting. Right? Back as a, you know, Matthew kind of, Broderick. Oh, Broderick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He still occasionally pops up and stuff. He does, but you could see him having a potential run. Uh, I mean, Fassbender I mean, really needs to come back. I was, I was honestly I'm not even kidding. I was thinking in my head, Eric Bana, Clive Owen, right, uh, right. And I was thinking, basically, I was going to get the Fassbender. All the guys that Fassbender is unfortunately going to slowly become, right. Um, Some people say Carl Weathers, but Weathers came back with uh, uh, Mandalorian. Mike Myers. We haven't gotten much. I mean, I guess he was in um, Bohemian Rhapsody. So yeah, but all the stories I hear about him, man, he seems to be on an island. Oh, really? He just kind of does his own thing. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. he knows a lot of people and he's friends with a lot of people, but it's it doesn't. I don't know. He just right. seems to pop in and pop out. Oh, here's oh, one. you know what? Who oh, just ahead. showed up on a commercial? Rick Moranis. Oh, yeah. I mean, beloved, absolutely beloved. Yeah, yes. I would take. Um. Yeah. In that vein, shit, John Candy. I would, I would love to see another movie with John oh, Candy. Yeah, of course. Oh, you know who? I know he still works every once in a while. John Cusack, man. We haven't had much from Cusack that is of real note. You know? Yeah, it's been a minute. Right. I mean, there this was what? A great four, fucking actor. Was it fourteen oh eight? That hotel yeah, one with the haunted like room. Two thousand seven. That one. Ah, uh, that rare. Release date, I know. Yeah, between that, 2012. Um, yeah. I mean, he's been working. He's in He's in the, the bunch of films I've never heard of that will probably all just go straight to DVD. Although he was in Sh- Sh- Chirac. The, um, uh, yeah, the Spike the, Lee. The Spike Lee one, right? Yeah. He wasn't, oh, well, he wasn't Love and Mercy, the Brian Wilson one that a lot, got a lot of publicity. So I suppose... Okay. That was only 2014, so I suppose that's fair. Still, that's six years ago. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's kind of mind-blowing. Um, yeah, he played Richard Nixon and Lee Daniels, the butler. That's such a oh, weird movie. I watched uh, – it just came up between the two of us because mm. I don't think either of us have watched it, but I watched The Tax Collector. Oh, did you like it? I heard it's terrible. It's all right. <laughs> The problem is I don't believe the lead is a gangster. Oh, right. Okay. He's not a bad actor. I just don't buy him as a gangster. Whereas Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Yo. Yo. <laughs> <he's>, you know, <laughs> suddenly it's like, I could see this character, kill, you know, killing somebody for sure. Right. Right. Uh, somebody said um, that uh, he's like kind of a, he could be offensive to Latinos if Latinos watch this movie, but. I mean, it's LaBeouf, man. You kind of, LaBeouf, however you say, you kind of give him a pass. That, that, yeah, that was my fear going into it. Honestly, right. it in no way is it some demeaning caricature mm. type of, it's part of the essence of that individual that he's trying to bring to life. I, I believe that. Right. Now, that could be me just as an apologist. Right, right. Because I, I know he'll do well in the role. Is you know, As strange a guy as he may seem not acting, yeah. he is a good actor. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's not surprising that he might be a little strange considering he was a child star that transitioned and doing the biggest movies. And it's going to affect how he sees the world and interacts with people. He's been famous since the time of 
how old was he on? What was it? Even Stevens? I, I never watched yeah, it. Yeah, it's probably 11 or 12 on that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even younger. Yeah. Um, that's fu- That's banana talk. Oh, well, I mean, the two people who've retired, right? Gene Hackman. I'd love to see Gene Hackman. Mm, Gene Hackman would be a good one. It's been such a long time. And Sean Connery hasn't done anything in 17 years. I know, but he, he seems like such a curmudgeon. <laughs> I'm happy with what we got. I don't want him to be Mel Gibson. Uh, come back and like ruin all our yes, memories. Yes, come back and say a bunch of shit. And you're like, man, now hunt for Red October. I don't know if Ramius is actually going to defect type of like, <laughs> He definitely because you know, uh, there's that interview with Barbara Walters from the 80s. Where yeah, I was just going to say slapping his wife around. <laughs> Mr. Connery, oh, yeah. if you, uh, in the 80s, you spoke about slapping your wife. Is this something oh, you yeah. still believe? Or maybe charge. just women in general. I think yeah. it was just a broad, you know, broad shot across the bow. It's the only truly terrible thing I know about him. I'm sure there are others. I'm sure there are others. Yeah. So, um, right? Sometimes you got to exactly. What? If you hold that belief, it's not like the rest of your past isn't checkered. It's so... Uh, oh, here's a good one. I hadn't thought about in a long time. Bridget Fonda. What about Bridget Fonda? I mean, she wasn't like she was a big, big star necessarily, yeah. but people liked her. I she would say Meg Ryan. Cool. Oh, yeah. She Meg's doesn't look like choice. Meg Ryan anymore. That's no. with the plastic surgery. Yeah, man. So I, I don't know if it would have the same effect. It's like Jennifer Gray. When she changed, it's like, you're not the, nothing yeah. against you. You're a good actress. You know who she was married to for like 18 years? They just got divorced. Agent Colson. The guy who plays Agent Colson, that actor. Oh, Jennifer Grey? Yeah. She was married him for like 18, 19 years. I was like, oh, wow. I had no idea. Um, yeah, Jennifer, I think Meg Ryan is a great idea, man. I mean, be, she's she's talent. She's still got talent. It's yeah, she was, about the roles, man. Well, Julia Roberts, but I know you're not a fan. Well, she's doing stuff. She just did. She's got a TV series on Amazon Prime, and she just did that uh, What's Wrong with Ben movie or whatever it's called. Yeah. So. The there trouble was two about that came was. out that were roughly the same movie. I didn't yeah. see either of. Yeah, <laughs> mother of a troubled teen who's into other drugs or potentially suicide. Bro, we've gotten that old where she's gone from the cute prostitute, yep. pretty woman, to the mother of a teenage child. Oh, of course, maybe older. It may be older. She oh. usurped Susan Sarandon, stealing her family when Sarandon oh. was dying of cancer. <laughs> we've seen this transition for a while now. Yeah. So. She is now the Susan Sarandon character. The stepmother, the stepmom. Stepmom, yeah, stepmom. Step-mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Cuba Gooding Jr. Maybe, maybe. Sure. I mean, he hasn't done much. He did. He played OJ in that FX series, but still, Van Damme's always still rolling around. Ashley Judd, yes, no, maybe, eh, could care less, maybe. All right. Okay. Am I losing you? Oh. Uh, you did. I just lost all picture okay. and I just got little loading symbols. Uh, okay. Who did you say? Ashley Judd. Uh, yes or no? Mm. Eh. Okay. Fair. Fair. I, right, I, mean, I like her work, but nothing where I'm like, oh man, that Ashley Judd is one of my favorite right. movies type of thing. Right. She's in a lot of interesting ones. Her and Morgan Freeman together. That's true. Fighting crime. In That's essence. Right. We got to fight crime. Uh, all right, <laughs> I can't do it. That's Freeman. No, that's the best I can do. Caliendo is so great at it. I couldn't even come close, man. Uh, there's more Morgan Freeman. I know a lot of guys actually that can do Morgan really? Freeman pretty well. Oh. Yeah, 
I still go back and watch every once in a while him reading that letter from LeBron to Cleveland. Oh my God. Just brilliant. Just brilliant. Yeah. I'd say um, once once somebody cracks an impression, other people that are remotely good at it can yeah. kind of pick up on yeah. it. Yeah. You know, surprise it <laughs> like a dude that I know that uh well, Jeff Richards used to be on SNL and he was on Mad TV. Okay. Okay. He does Dustin Hoffman, and oh it's so God. fucking good. It's really? so fucking good. Okay. Because you've never seen a Dustin Hoffman, and you're like, oh, my God. It's He has wow. these tiny little mannerisms down. He has a good Gary Busey and a good few others. <laughs> He's an interesting dude. He is an right. interesting dude, to say the least. Right on. Uh, he was on SNL? What year was he on SNL? Do you remember? Uh, wow. Early, early to mid-2000s for like oh, okay. two years. Okay. Oh, yeah. He was on uh, Weekend Update. Right, right, right. Yeah, he did like, Drunk Girl. Drunk Girl, right. Totally forgot about that. Um, all right. Well, thanks, Lemke. I appreciate the question. Uh, shall we move on to our next one? Yeah, go for it. All right. This is from Ben Cartwright. says, hi, John and Matt. What movie quote do you use in your everyday life? <laughs> Doing a lot of manual labor each day, I use Son of a Nutcracker from Elf a lot or Kelly Clarkson from 40-Year-Old Virgin when I hurt myself. The other one would be when my girlfriend says I love you, I reply I know in reference to the great Han Solo. Looking forward to representing Liverpool for the golden ticket. Keep safe and keep up the great work, Ben. Did he already do the golden ticket with us? This is August 24th when he said this. I believe so. I could pull oh. up. I've got a spreadsheet of everybody that's participated the, thus far. Okay. But I'm pretty sure yes. Okay. Did he win? I wonder if he won. No, no spoilers. No spoilers. We, oh, yeah. We can't give that away. Can't give it away. Oh, no. It was another Ben. Oh, okay. So I maybe we haven't it. had Cartwright yet. We have not had Cartwright yet. That's good. That's good. I don't know. I'll be cheering for you. Not that I'm, not that I'm biased in the game, but I'll be, cheering, I'll be cheering for you as a Liverpool fan. Uh, all right, Matt. What's your answer to this? Do you use a quote in everyday life? A movie quote? The, the one that genuinely comes up the most is Swimmy, Swammy, Swami. <laughs> Samsonite. I was... Because it describes a situation that doesn't really have a name or anything else that does come up. <laughs> So every time it does, I think to myself, "Swimmy, Swammy, Swami." I was way off. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I don't. I. I don't have any others. I think. I think. I think I have the Anchorman one that I say sometimes, where he's just like, uh, "I'm not even. I'm not. Even, oh, no, wait. I'm not even. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed." Oh yeah, I'm just yeah, impressed. Said, I'm just impressed. Yeah. Uh, uh, anytime wow. someone makes a glaringly obvious, obviously stupid decision, right? I, I don't know how you you miss this. It's I do think in my head, milk was a bad choice because <laughs> it summates that entire feeling of why am I doing this? This is only making my situation worse. <laughs> uh, oh, but I don't man. know if I say it aloud as much as I do. Swimmy, swammy. Yeah, there there are. There are so many. I just they have to come up organically in yeah. conversation, right? So to, they do come up. Yeah, to come up with on the spur of the moment, it's kind of tough. Like um, I know that just a bit outside. Come uh, I, every single time I see anything where someone either messes up or gets close to messing up, I always in my head I'll either say it or I just think it just a bit outside. I said that once uh, <laughs> to a professor, another student. We were all walking out of class yeah. one time, and. You know, he got into baseball, or whatever, and somebody said something, and it was off. And I went just a bit outside. 
And they both stopped and looked at me like I was crazy. And I just went, <laughs> all right, well, you obviously haven't seen that movie. And then just walked away. It was, it was so jarring. I've never forgotten it. It was an innocuous, but the look on their face was like, what the fuck? Uh, we're talking about baseball. I didn't even explain it. I was like, okay, you haven't seen that movie. And I just walked away. But just a bit outside. I will occasionally walk up to people randomly, just like from, from behind. If I know them, I'll just go, plastics, plastics. It's like from the graduate. Uh, just mention that real quick. Um, I don't know if, they, I mean, there's a million, dude. There's just so many. Yeah. There's some of my, fa- I don't, it would be hard to kind of keep remembering everyone. Um, mm. I know when I was younger in my twenties, I would do the Ace Ventura thing when he was like, yes, yes, yes. When I was right about something much to the chagrin of my ex-girlfriends to all my ex-girlfriends when I would have, be right about a fight it was a petty way to kind of go like yes uh and so uh, i don't do that anymore but certainly when i was younger i thought i was funny doing that shit um but yeah um i don't know i don't know what else uh uh there was a time in my life like a lot of people where movie catchphrases were in your group of friends shorthand for a joke and people would do them yeah type of bad there's several within my like high school years where, yeah, that had like a three month run when we were all watching this movie. Right. And then that had like a two month run. And then this one lasted <laughs> for a year. I, when I'm cold, I do the Will Ferrell thing from old school. Uh, when he gets k- his butt kicked by Jeremy, he's like, I'm so cold. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> I will absolutely lay on the couch sometimes. I uh, get so mad because I go, I'm just so cold. My, my friends and I like to uh, ski in high school, but oh, yeah. we lived in the Midwest. So, you know what I mean? You're going to these little glorified hills, no right, mountains right. type of thing. But <laughs> there was a shitty, a terrible movie that came out called Aspen Extreme. Did you ever oh, see it? No, I never saw that. Aspen I saw it like Extreme. twice, maybe three times in the theater. I've seen wow. it a couple of times since. So much so that Pete Berg is in it. Oh, right. right. Oh, you've it, mentioned this on the show before. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, it's yeah. on Santa Monica, and I literally almost just went, look, this isn't obscure enough, but he <laughs> is hands down my favorite character in the movie. Right. There's a bunch of bad acting, but it's about skiing, but uh, and I don't, yeah, almost said something to him, but I didn't. He was with his son, and it's, you know, time and place type of thing. Uh, but we would used to, like, when it would snow, going down hills, we'd go, Aspen Extreme, and we all do this over-exaggerated <laughs> move. And that lasted probably two two winters. The first winter, though, that was a jam. That was everybody loved doing it. It also reminds you of skiing, but we're just like, ah, you do the uh, fucking the pattern, just jumping down the hill type of thing. Uh, oh, man. But when, when you bring I, up Ace Ventura, the all righty then. All right. I like what he's doing. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that moment is brilliant. And then in two, when he's comparing the pain after he just got a spear in his leg from Tommy Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking love that scene. It's so good. Um, and and only Jim care. Maybe Will Ferrell could do that too. Yeah, maybe. Right. Maybe, maybe I, I could see that one, but yeah. he, he did it first. So now that's his. Yeah, that's his to me, to this generation. <laughs> Every once in a while, when someone just says something stupid, I'll think in my head, like, uh, you brought me an Abby normal brain? Abnormal? You brought an abnormal Abby something? Abby something. I just love that whole scene when I get to that point. Um, all right. Well, thanks, Ben. What's your, uh, what's, uh, what do you got next there? And we'll look forward to you on the Golden Ticket, Ben. Thanks so much. And for those of you who aren't watching, the Golden Ticket is our game show that is on Mondays. Uh, mm-hmm. You should be watching it. It's on the YouTube channel that you're watching this on if you're watching on YouTube, or it does – 
show up on the podcast channel as well, I believe. So, uh, yep. you know, golden ticket, it's happening. A lot of fun, great matches. Those numbers should be sky high. You guys should be watching these uh, great, great matches. A lot of fun. And uh, can't wait for the next round of them. And our next yeah. question is from Jonathan Caro. And it says, hi, Matt and John. Hope you're doing well. Oh, you're both doing well, rather. My question is, what movies have been nostalgic to you, flashing back to when you first saw them as a kid or when you saw them with your family? One movie that holds true for me is Mrs. Doubtfire with Robin Williams because it is one of the first movies that made me laugh a lot while watching it with my family. I obviously did not understand the serious themes at the time, but that movie has stayed with me, understanding the comedy and its themes ever since that first time viewing. Thank you for taking my question and keep churning out the brilliant content, Jonathan. There you go. Uh, I mean, for me, my family and I, we're like, it's a broken family now. You're like, a, you know, so we we don't get together and watch movies uh, anymore, or you know, get together as a family and watch those movies like we used to. But I know for me, uh, obviously, I've talked about the Godfather thing with my dad and all that. But like, my mom is a massive fan of Cousin Vinny, so we would sit and watch Cousin Vinny ad nauseum whenever I would come home for Christmas. It would inevitably be on one of the tbs or tnt channels that's one that i always remember watching with my family like in the theater one of the last few films we went to see together in the theater so that's one that I, whenever we watch it it's like just remembering the nostalgia of that and then i've said it a million times top gun top gun immediately every time i watch it i think i'm still 15 years old or 16 years old watching it it's so fucking good still to me uh so that's two of the films that are really nostalgic for me what about you man? Okay. uh i mean as a kid my mom took us to movies all the time. Yeah. The only ones that stand out, because to me, the memory is, I remember, I still remember what walking up to the theater and in my mind's eye, because I was five or six when I started going to movies type of yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Went to roughly the same theater over and over. It's this big looming. It was inside a mall, but in my head, like the opening to it was so different than all the others. And it was like this gateway to fun. <laughs> uh, and on the left was uh, the popcorn and the sodas and the candy and all yeah. that. You know, sometimes we'd get some, sometimes we wouldn't type of, uh, and I, but I remember walking out of Indiana Jones, uh, temple of doom and the uh, last crusade Yeah, with temple of doom as a kid, like really young, just like, that was amazing. I remember my dad taking me to see raising Arizona. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I just saw that again or the last 45 minutes of it the other day. I had some time to kill. It was on. I was flipping channels. It was on. I was like, I haven't seen this in such a long time. And I loved it. My God, that film is so good, man. Still funny. Uh, And sweet, dude. It's very sweet movie. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And it sticks out because it's one of the few that he took us to without my mom. Oh, okay. And of all the movies, and it's always stuck with me. Uh, But it made me like the Coens. Yeah. I was like, oh, that was interesting and kind of like eh, funny and whatnot. You still have uh, the over-the-top acting right. like the type of <laughs> in certain moments, but it works. That's the impressive part about oh, it all yeah. these years later, even more so. I think it's one of the most unrecognized, brilliant performances from Nicolas Cage as an actor. And I'll tell you the one scene that really kind of how many people would really come up to do this, come up with doing this? When he is when they're fighting Randall Tex Cobb near the end there, you know, the warthog from Hill Mm -hmm. uh, and he. uh, What does he do? He like punches him or whatever. And uh, and he is holding the board as the guy is coming at him and he starts to reflexively 
almost throw up because he's nauseous from the fear that this guy was is about to do to him, what this guy is yeah. just about to do to him. And I don't know that anybody would have thought up as an actor to go to just completely like, you know, kind of fold in on yourself, coughing, trying to stay strong, but like <laughs> being unable to stop the nausea from coming and the fear at the same mm-hmm. time. So many of us have been in that position in our lives where someone older than us or stronger than us was threatening us at a young age. And we're just like, oh, the fear and the, the, yeah. the nausea at the same time, because you don't know what's going to happen. He encapsulated that moment. I was just like, see, that's a brilliant actor. That's an actor oh. who understands to live the life in the moment you're seeing on screen. It, I know. The, that's why to this day, I will still, doesn't matter how weird the project is, I'm still intrigued by Nick Cage. Oh, yeah. He makes choices. Mm-hmm. Whether or not I like those choices is up to me, but right. at least he makes fucking choices. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to Bruce Willis, who I'm assuming has it on fucking autopilot until a project meets his lofty standards, and then he fucking tries. That's my guess. <laughs> yeah, his choice is to commit or to not commit. Those are only two choices. Yeah, exactly. It's to sign or not to sign. That's his fucking <laughs> level of commitment to this project. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah, unless it's uh, a high profile, he knows it's going to get eyeballs. Right, Tarantino thing or something, man. Yeah, yeah, if we got something <laughs> like that again. That could be an interesting one, actually. Yeah. About the question previously, Bruce Willis kind oh, of needs a resurgence. He never really it. went away, but right. I'm trying to think, like Looper was that his last big? Maybe Looper. Looper. Maybe. Uh, there's got to be at least one other in between then now. Is there but, a GI Joe? I thought there was a GI Joe between. There could that. be. There could be a million things. Another Die Hard in there somewhere that I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Die Hard. Oh, there was a Die Hard, right? That terrible Die Hard, the Russian one. Yeah, no, it's brutal. I just don't know if it was before or after Looper. Oh, Sin City. He was good in Sin City. Okay. But that's been a while, too. Uh, he did Motherless Brooklyn, uh, the Ed. Um, yeah, Norton. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, he was in Lego Movie 2. Oh, Glass. Remember, he did Glass. Shit, yeah. I totally forgot about that. And then that Death Wish movie. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now we get into all those. You can just start making up fucking titles, and you might be close type That's of bullshit. So Bruce Willis movie. Well, yeah. Or not. <laughs> Him, Seagal. Uh, just oh. grab a bunch of random action, and Dude. you have to make a hodgepodge and be like, <laughs> can you make up the best bullshit title? Right. That would be great. Exactly. Tokyo Heat. I'm not sure. Is that Van Damme or is that Steven Seagal? That's that's the com- that's the game show. Seagal, Van Damme, or Willis. That's the game show. You have to guess which one. We make it up and we assign it. <laughs> I like Tokyo uh, Heat. That's the one. Sure. <laughs> you just got to find something that would kind of work for all of them. The Japanese triad has Bruce Willis's yeah. daughter, and now he's going to get her back. Tokyo Heat. <laughs> Payback's a bitch. It's like, mile that could still apply to all three. Uh, <laughs> or just make up fucking uh money plane and it's like a heist and but they're all, all three of them could be in money plane uh yeah like, <laughs> <you 
it would be that bad too. Whenever the product uh, is that shit, you have to make it the most glaringly obvious. It's like titles from the 1930s because people weren't educated. Uh, to read. So you had to spell out the whole fucking movie in the title. So it's just like Farmer Dale brings in the crops, and you're like, oh, all right, I know what this 25 minute movie's gonna be. It's all quiet on the Western Front. Okay. Yeah. Got it, yeah. Got it. Got it. Uh, and then the yeah. twist is it's not. All oh, the irony of the title. Uh, you're so smart you guys <laughs> exactly but it's also a different time so you have to like th- look movies were still new you have to graduate people's process of uh, oh, thought of what God. this could be that's great <laughs> and now it's just the lowest common denominator it's like the fucking naming of tiktok videos and just turn that to whoever genius is oh yeah <laughs> yeah then now they're suddenly just naming action movies that Birds of Prey movie, that long-ass Birds of Prey title. Boy, I watched that in the uh, past oh, couple weeks, too. Yeah, it was on HBO, yeah. Did you like it or not like it? No. Yeah, not your thing, huh? No, I just thought a lot of the acting was stale. Yeah. Um, I, And the weird thing is, I like every one of those actresses. Oh, yeah, uh, I know. They were all good Every single one. Yeah. Across the board. Yeah, yeah. Margot Robbie... And Rosie Perez, yep, and yep. what is it, uh, Elizabeth Winstead? Yep, Mary and, uh, Elizabeth Winstead. Yep, the Smollett, the yeah, Journey Smollett Bell. Yep. There you go. Uh, all of them. Yeah, it's something I know. It's the same as the actor who got himself into trouble in Chicago <laughs> by claiming yeah, that's her brother, Jesse uh, Smollett. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I like Love Journey. I was at Journey Smollett. I was right, but not Bell. I guess that's someone else. I guess. Uh, uh, no, it is Bell. Journey Smollett Bell. Okay, all right. Uh, but yeah, that's her. Then what? Ewan McGregor was in it. Chris Messina. Yeah. And that sucks. They wasted Black Mask on that. I know, dude. I'm not. I mean, I didn't think it was a bad movie necessarily. I got what Kathy Ann was going for, but I knew that the DC fans were going to love it. I liked it. I just didn't think it was great. And so I, I think there was a lot left on the table that could have been fantastic. Yeah. I just never, I never felt connected to any of mm. the characters. Didn't that's I could fair. not find a single one where I'm like, I'm buying into this. Right. Right. And once again, every one of those actors, uh, Winstead actually made a good remake of a movie that I think is impossible to do, which is The Thing. Yeah, yeah. I thought she did great in that. I yeah. agree with you. A thousand. I, I'm just saying, I can go down. Rosie Perez, White Man Can't Jump, right. is one of my favorites. Do the right thing. She's in that as well. Yep. Uh, I like all these actresses, and I felt no connection. I wanted to. Ewan McGregor's awesome. Ewan's and, great, yeah. Christmas Cena was good as his weird kind of henchman, yeah. What finally took took it out of me was the one of the the last uh, action set pieces when they were in that fun house. Oh it, yeah, it looked very uh, the '60s TV show to me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it felt strange. And I was already disconnected. I was like, I don't understand the choices in this movie. Yeah, uh, but I get that. If people loved it, that's great. I I hope it only it, helps them continue to try with that. Well, it didn't do good box office, Matt. So I don't think we're going to get another one with her okay. for quite some time to be honest with you. Um, well, at least as a standalone. Right. Right. Um, okay. Cool. Uh, we're at the 30-minute mark. Shall we wrap it up here? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, thank you, Jonathan. That was a very nice question as well, taking us down uh, Nostalgia Alley. Uh, notice neither one of us said the Goonies. That's because there's nothing to be nostalgic about with the Goonies. God damn it. It's um, that's my personal opinion. Or E.T., uh, which we don't like. Um, well, we don't not like it. I understand fully why people exactly have the connection they do. It just doesn't have the same effect on me and us. Agreed. It's 
it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's, um, yeah, the magic just doesn't persist. Right. Right. Um, all right. Well, there you go. This is a, that's this episode of Topic Thunder. I want to thank you all so much, all the patrons, for sending in their questions. I always appreciate these questions. As you saw, they send us down these interesting tangents and interesting wormholes to have uh, fun conversations about whatever you ask us about. So thank you so much to the patrons for sending in these great questions. Really appreciate it. If you want to become a patron and do it yourself and send in your questions, go to www.patreon.com slash the top 10 with the number 10 there see all the multiple tiers and all the perks you get from uh, becoming a patron of the top 10 damn straight you can follow me anywhere at matt nost uh check out dropping dimes if you want some nba talk or settle the score my other show and that is it for me this week boom uh you can follow me at the roca says on twitter and on instagram give me uh some love on my youtube channel as well youtube.com slash john roca says and of course the cinephiles dropping every every week just finished a partnership with warner brothers uh covering million dollar baby and promoting their director series as well so go and listen to those episodes a lot of fun there all right that's it from us we'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode of topic thunder